0: This is the unadulterated Word of God coming to you from Savannah Ministries. We build up believers unto maturity. We raise ministers for the end-time harvest. We preach the Word of God with signs and wonders following. And we use the Word of God to meet the needs of mankind. father we worship you thank you lord jesus be magnified thank you for tonight thank you for what you've put in my heart to say thank you for grace to say it like you want me to say i receive eyes that see ears that hear and hearts that understand i give you all praise in jesus mighty name amen please let's be seated romans chapter 12 So, I'll say some things. I have other sessions. So, this night, I I want to say some things uh, that probably just be foundational. Is that okay? And let's see where that leads us. You know, before I'm used to saying, ah, this minister came and said what I wanted to say. This minister said and said what God put in my heart to say. I entered here tonight and I heard Rev saying, the things God put in my heart. So that sort of just gave me this consolation to hit on the things that God wants me to say. But know one thing I've discovered is that no matter what everybody says, there's still a way that only you can say that it will be said. So every minister here has touched on this and I'm, I'm glad to be in, in the flow. Romans chapter 12 verse 1 The Bible says, "Okay, all right." So, I new King James. King James. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) You know, sometimes when I see some of these older ministers struggling to make sense of King James, why not just read something new? Amen. (laughs) It will be easier. You know, know, uh, King James is very professional. The jargons are there. Does see it, uh-huh. So it, it it works for them. Now, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. New King, okay. There's no New King here. <laughs> I could just read from. Okay, I beseech you, therefore, brethren. By the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. He says, and do not be conformed to this world. He says, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Glory to God. Tell you about transformation. transformation he says I beseech you literally I'm begging you I want you to understand Paul's heart I'm begging you as if to cry so I want you to see the heart from where he writes an apostle he's been to churches he's established churches and he's talking to the Roman church are we together that I'm begging you I'm begging you. I'm using God's mercies to beg you. He says, Do something with your body. You present it. And you see, if you understand the background, the context from which Paul writes, are we together? You will not misinterpret scriptures. When he says, I beseech you to present your bodies, are we following? Another way to put it is to present your senses. Is to surrender your what? Your senses. Your impulses. Surrender your eyes. Surrender your ears. Surrender your nose. Surrender your flesh. It's not something I can do for you. But if it wasn't within your power to do it, I wouldn't be asking you to do it see listen to me you hear people say i lost control no 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 you only refuse to be surrendered that's just the truth there is nothing can can overcome a man who is in christ jesus maybe you've not come down to think about it nothing can overcome a person who is in christ jesus that means if you're in christ jesus you have what it takes to subject whatever needs to be subjected So I can choose what my eyes see. I can choose what my ears hear. I can choose what I feel. I can choose to walk in love. I can choose to walk in strife. It's a choice. It's within my power. Is somebody with me? I know the thing about living sacrifices... It takes effort to keep them where you want them to be. It's easy to put a dead sacrifice on an altar. But put a living sacrifice on an altar, bro, you have to hold it. So you look at your senses, you look at your sources of information, they are very alive. So you can choose to submit it to TBN or you can choose to submit your eyes to UFC or you can choose to submit it to whatever channel you want to and this world like we know it are we together knows that the power to choose is with you so they give you options so they are daily pushing things I'm telling you, why not consider this? Are we together? It's so bad that it's hard to even concentrate. We live in a world proliferated with what? With information. With knowledge. You are watching on the news. There's a news bar up. There's another one by the side. There's another one coming from the side. Which one do you want me to see? It's information bombardment. And one of the things I keep wondering is how come, are you listening, that we live in in an age where there is so much information and very little value? That means a lot of the things we see is junk. So much knowledge. I was thinking today, the early disciples didn't have a complete Bible like you hold it today. You know, a lot of times when we read scriptures and I see people always you know, yeah, well, I'm not disproving what anybody is saying, but I want us to understand. Dr. Carey said something very powerful. Listen, when the Bible says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. It's not collect messages from e-library, from one field library. They didn't have it. As a matter of fact, Paul will write a letter. will write one letter and say, when you finish from here, take it to the other church down the road, let them read it too. It was privileged to have parchments. To have information. It was privileged. Paul had a clock where he kept books. He said, when they are coming, bring them for me. Even to read, to be able to read was a privilege. Yet you will write to the whole church and say to them, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. That means there must be a conscious effort to zoom in on what matters. Yeah. It's in the midst of distractions. Hear me. It's not, it's not well. Um, thank God. I like Reverend Tinde. He's, he's, give me a man. I do my best to give him. If you, if you lie, don't give me. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you the truth. <laughs> It doesn't bother me anymore because <laughs> after many years of doing certain things i'm no longer threatened again one your amen doesn't affect my honorarium listen to me so, wh- wh- whether, whether you say it or not at the end of the day i'm going to collect it <laughs> so you better do your own part and receive what helps you you know when, when, when i was much younger you preach you and me, okay how, how did the message go how did the message go how did he go? <laughs> ah, forget it. So, focus. You can surrender to everything. So, you have to guard what you hear. You have to surrender these ears. You know, when I was here last year. Mira was leading worship and I was so blessed. Yes, Pastor Mira. Thank you, ma'am. I was so blessed. I know this year she was still sharing her testimonies and some of them were similar. And I was still blessed again. See, testimony is not when it's new. Some of you, see that's why a lot of you are too discontented. You're always looking, you, something new must happen before you think you have a testimony. With the story of David and Goliath that you read in the Bible. You think David said, I want them to write a story about me. So let's act it out. It's not drama. It is what? It is a testimony that he took a, a, a sling and a stone. He brought down Goliath. Thousands of years, we are still reading it. Still blessing people. Still talking about it. God healed your cancer. Am I talking to somebody? God brought you out of a particular thing. You feel that he needs to do another new thing before you can say it. Say it again and again and again. And that's because, hear me, that's because you are fooled by a world that deceives you that things that are not new do not matter. As well as with the social media, some people are depressed just by looking at the social media. The number of likes on this person's wall and the number of likes on yours is what is gotten you into depression. Is there nothing new? And then we got, get into all kinds of competitions, agitations. We, it's easy to lose focus now. Praise the Lord. What's the latest thing? And you know, when I read the Bible, I discovered that the world has always been like this. Paul came into that city. Thank God, Rev said he was there. Athens. You know what the Bible says? There is a place where they gather just to discuss the recent thing. Human beings have been like that. What is trending? You must submit your ears. Tell you anybody, submit your senses. I'm begging you. <laughs> Listen to me. I am doing what? Begging you. Avoid what? Distraction. Social media is not as social as you think. Listen, behind anything you see happening, there is an agenda. You must be able to discern. If you like, throw your whole life out there. One day you want to erase it. You'll be amazed that the sins that God has forgiven people are going to die and bring things about you. Submit. You want to run for politics because you are going to do that. And you'll be amazed where certain things will begin to come from. Use that platform chiefly to spread the gospel. Be very deliberate. Submit your senses. Wives, husbands, submit your senses so you don't have a problem in your marriage. You know why Paul was saying this? He could understand where the Jews were coming from and he could understand where the Romans were coming from. You know, up until Cornelius got saved, are you with me? The Jews actually thought that Christianity as we know it today is only for the Jews. Peter believed that Jesus died for the Jews So their ministry was restricted to the Jews. It took a vision of God appearing to him. Are you listening to me? To tell him that Peter, (laughs) this thing is not only for Jews. It's not for only Galas. Somebody is happy eventually. Amen. So listen, there's something I want you to get. That you can be born again for many years. Have encounters. And still be fixated in a mindset that is totally not in sync with scriptures. You can be in, ex- you can be in the middle of moves. In the middle of encounters. And yet, and yet, you'll be in the same place. Imagine Peter. Whose shadow was healing the sick. He had been with Jesus. He saw Jesus ascend. A lot of times when we talk about the death, resurrection of Jesus, we don't talk about the ascension. But that's not my focus tonight. But the ascension is also very critical. In fact, the Bible mentions those who saw him rise. Because in the heart of those Jews, that's what legitimated, legitimated the sonship of Jesus. You know what I mean? That's when they believe that this is truly the son of God. That's why when you see James writing about Jesus much later, he did not, doesn't address him as his brother. He said, our Lord Jesus. Because prior to that time, he used to see him as his brother who likes to do stunts. He's anointed. The guy is good. One time they came to Jerusalem. Look, look at, you remember. They came to Jerusalem. What did he tell Jesus? He said, Jesus, come, come, come. This is a big crowd. Come and do that your thing now. Come and perform. So he was seeing the miracles. I have met people who sat on the same table with Kenneth E. Hagin, ate food with him. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, Marakusha. A particular man met uh, Bishop Oedipo, and they said, Ah, this man was b- with Bishop. And, you know, with uh, Kenneth E. Hagin, he stayed in his house. You know, what Bishop Oedipo asked him, He said, Why are you like this? He said, "Why are you like this? You met him and you're like this." I don't have problems with encounters, but we've had encounters, encounters, encounters. Pastor uh, Pastor, uh, Nuga said something at the close of our message today. He said, "You need to move. You need to move. Year after year, and then you're wondering." How I many of you have wondered that if you saw Jesus in the flesh, your life would be better? You would be shocked. It will be worse off. Because we know from those who were there with him. You're quiet. Savannah. Amen. First class church. Covenant word. See, I have seen people around me do things that I'm shocked who they were staying with. I'm not saying last day. I'm talking of last week. Praise the Lord. I've seen people. I've seen people. Peter was with Jesus and then imagine in this whole stay, he can't even conceive in his mind that all these heathens Known as Romans, that Jesus will come, God will send someone to come and die for them. It's not possible, it is not possible. It was not in his agenda that any person outside the Jewish race should be saved, it was not in his agenda. He was not planning it. They were enjoying their ever growing congregation in Jerusalem. Mindset. Walking in great demonstrations of the spirit, yet limited, he couldn't even get a global perspective to what Jesus was saying when he said, Going to all the world, as far as he was concerned, the whole world is Jerusalem. If a man has never been to Abuja and you bring him from Yongu and he comes here, he will tell you that he has not seen anything like this in his life, and he will be honest. I read a book some years ago when I was in secondary school. They likened heaven to U.S. The person had an experience, went to heaven and said, heaven was like U.S. Listen, can I tell you something? No matter the things you see in the realm of the spirit, you can only interpret it to what your mind can comprehend. That is why, when you read the things that the apostles saw in the book of Revelation, the best they could relate it to is what their mind could see at the time. So, some of the things they are calling chariots are probably planes. Yeah. 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 But if you've never seen something like a plane and God shows it to you in the realm of the spirit, if you come here, you can only interpret it as a big bird. If you see a submarine, in the realm of the spirit, 6,000 years ago, and you're interpreting it now, no matter what you write, it will be a big fish. Do you get what I'm saying? That is how far you can see. So, a lot of time, God has no problem with your spirit man. Hear me. is that he wants to bring you to a place where the aperture of your mind can be opened, So that the things that you are touched with in the realm of the spirit can be made manifest in your material world. It's an ongoing thing. So God tells Peter in Acts chapter 10. A sheet comes down from heaven. It he took that kind of vision. That kind of encounter. For him to agree to preach to the first Gentile. So God says kill and eat. He said for where? I have never. I have never eaten any unclean thing. Three times, the Bible says he was even pondering over it. When the Spirit of God, when they they came and said to him, Peter, men seek you, he said, For what? They said, There's one Cornelius, he has sent for you, Naoga. That's why he went. If Oga Bobby sent for you, I was with him last week, when his boys were driving me from the base to my hotel at Ikeja. Eh? (laughs) I said, God, God, I am in your hands. Man, he said, You guys be fast, though. That's all. You guys be fast, though. They were fast. <laughs> I'm not saying they were fast on a free road, they were fast in a hold up. It was cars that were avoiding them. When we came up, Pastor Tom said, That was a ride. I said, Of course, it was truly really a ride. <laughs> we are here. <laughs> he couldn't think it he couldn't imagine it so they sent for him, he came he started preaching it's why he was preaching hear me, why he was preaching he saw that the Holy Ghost fell upon the Gentile believers the people he came with, brothers they've seen moves they were shocked they say, eh? eh? Romans you need to know who the Romans are they are extremes of the culture that the jews are coming from it's easy to be a church boy and appreciate church things but it's difficult to grow up in a place like las vegas are you getting me where there is no church where sin is the norm am i talking to somebody where nobody feels anything knows nothing about god then suddenly that person is speaking in tongues i'm sorry to say a lot of people in church still carry this mindset because we think that ministries to the people around us here it's said that some of you still see unbelievers like that. I'm saying it. You're, you're saying, hmm, Peter, why? You are not different. It's you I'm talking about. <laughs> That's why when, he, when you preach to people, there are certain people you feel you should preach to. See, we need a mindset that can take the world. See, it's easy, you see. When, when you become saved, after a while, you forget that people are not saved. <laughs> so, you become used to the church language, the church talk. You wear the suit, you know. You understand me, you drink your juice as a man of God. Things are done, you forget that out there. People don't even know. You know, one day I was talking about a cappella. One guy asked me, The guy just got born, he said, What's a cappella? if you know what he listens to, he has no acapella. Some things are church terms. So Peter said, hey, now I know. Imagine how many years of being saved. Holding mass crusades. he's finally coming to that place where he say, now I know that God doesn't show favor. But in any tribe, any race, anybody that will call upon his name, the Lord will save See what it took to bring him there. Why? A what? Fixed mindset. That that prostitute can be prophesying. Ah, yeah, yeah. Truly, now I know. That is why one of the biggest hindrance to the gospel is culture. A fixed what? mindset. We Galap people. We the Yorubas. And you'll be amazed how there's still a stint of those things in every person sitting here. We we're talking the other day. I said, Nigeria's problem is not big. I said, Look, let me tell you the truth. Is that the church has to get it right in our mindset first? So I asked some guys sitting there. I'm telling you, I was just talking to some guys. And I said, If you're from Benue, you get what I'm saying. I said, How many of you thief folks sitting here will vote an idoma person? Who you believe is the right candidate in church? You're gonna say, wait, Pastor, if an Idoma person will vote and he person, then we will vote the idama person. This is, I'm not talking outside church, I'm talking inside church. <laughs> How many of us here will vote an a person who you know is the right candidate for this country? <laughs> uh-huh, you see, <laughs> somebody just laughed. And guess what? We'll be holding night vigils. Holding prayer meetings. Lord, we want change. We want change. What if the answer is sitting behind you there? You will discover that a fixed mindset, a wrong mindset, not washed in God's word, is holding you back. Forget it. Don't underestimate the power of a mind. So I discovered that there's nothing that God has not done for me. If it's called a finished work, because it's finished. But you see, after I get born again, there is a journey that I'm making. I have four minutes. So when he was begging the Romans, Yes, (laughs) ma'am. So he was begging them, I'm begging you, I beseech you, I'm begging you, please break the mental block. Do not be what? Conformed. It doesn't take much to be conformed. To be conformed means to stay in an environment until you become used to that environment. The journey is transformation. Conformity is not work. We were in Zambia. I was with Reverend. And we went to a hotel. You no, know, we went to a public building. You know, and at the basement, at the reception, we were trying to inquire the office to find out. And the place was smelling urine. The moment we walked into that place, you know, the stench of urine was, was, was strong and the people sat there and were walking normal so Reverend, had to talk to me I said can you perceive what I said I was going to say amen you know why you are laughing that is how the human senses are you stay with something after a while it takes someone who comes from outside to be able to tell you that something is wrong with the system because your system now becomes attuned to it it is difficult for you to even see that there is something wrong So you're in a place, nothing, something. You know, some people even think that dysfunction is normal. So the moment you try to bring something alien to what their senses are accustomed to, you become a foreigner. Yeah. Listen to me: being different doesn't mean strange. Being different doesn't mean wrong. Hear me, Hallelujah! Being different doesn't mean wrong. Because if God wants to help a people, consistently you can see it through Scripture is that first of all he will first do an extraction because if you don't see something different you will know something different so he looks at the train of Israel being in a particular place for many years makes you think you are all the same so you see the train of Israel in Egypt thinking that we are all what we are the same Is when they start punishing them like God why did they punish us now?" that's when you begin. you know some people is when certain things begin to happen why are we suffering why are we going through this if you study scriptures very well They were supposed to stay there for 400 years They had overstayed their welcome Amen, those are 400 years 401 years, they were still there 402nd, 3rd, 4th, 15th, 16th year Amen They stayed there for 430 years 30 extra years Those were the years of pain and suffering Because they had become so used Their senses Have become so used to what they saw Am I talking to someone? Become so used to what they saw. God had to pluck one out by the name Moses. Put him in a basket. Put him in a different environment. You need to think differently. I need to get you thinking differently. Put him in the house of Pharaoh to see the mannerisms of kings. To fight wars. To have encounters just when he would think that it's those things that get things done god said eh, eh, you need the skills but i will show you power so you see that moses's life is a blend of different what experiences to build a perfect man that can bring people out and by perfect i mean somebody who is sound in both worlds See, it took a day for them to come out of Israel. Out of Egypt. It took 40 years for Egypt to come out of them. Where did they see golden calf? Can you build what you have not seen? These are God's redeemed people. Moses just goes up to come down collect jewelries before you know what they've built a golden cup, they're even dancing around it israelites are good to beat <laughs> like you dancing around these are god who brought us out of it celebrating you know, they're celebrating see it takes a day to get saved in christ it takes a lifetime to have your mind conformed to the man of christ See this whole Christian journey. Not that it's hard to have money. It's not hard. <laughs> Are you with me? Is that your mind? I love what Reverend Musi was teaching. Are you with me? You have to. Do, there's something up here, brother. You need to break. There, there's nothing wrong with you. Let me speak like a God, Bobby. Nothing, do you? Nothing. See you. Everything you need for life and godliness has been given to you. Let me talk to the people this side. Some of you are just looking at me. As you know, you know what I'm saying. Everything you need for life, everything you need for God those scriptures are not nice scriptures. They are realities. They've been given to you. Do you know why some people come for cap meeting and spend more time outside than they spend inside? I don't catch you. and I talk freely three years ago they were outside last year I was outside. they were outside if you go now they are outside and they came for this same one that we came <laughs> this same committee. let me tell you the conversations I've had outside before I've heard some people say the ah, spirit of God didn't move <laughs> yeah don't worry, I won't call your name that grace is not upon me tonight the Holy Ghost, see they move the power of God, see they move the power of God, see they move no, it's not just Savannah so in case I'm talking, about committee, even faith adventure you go for meetings, you see believers they become used to certain things you know, they, 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 they feel that Rev is just having one powerful show you know, because they've had encounters, they've gone out. They are wondering. See, even me, my for I don't know. I just I just fall like that. When I get there, they say all oh, the chairs scatter. Only God knows. I don't know. I just it's just scatter. Well, man, guy, if you find me money there, I need transport. I get him, I need to. I need to go go house now. I go there tomorrow, And hey, listen to me. So you are wondering, was that real? Ay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm telling you what you need to shift, so that that deposit will find expression so what is transformation the word transformation is from two words trans and formation form when you say transport it means from one pot location to another That means there must be a movement. When you say transplant, it means you move the plant from somewhere to another. So when you talk about transformation, it means that you are changed from one form to another form. It's a journey. You move from one place to another. It's a lifetime. and he says do not be conformed to this world I'm begging you be transformed not by the changing of your clothes not by the changing of your clothes you know a lot of people like to appear because we live in a world of images people like to appear like what people expect them to be not exactly who they are so too many fake things buying a wig doesn't make you a lawyer do you understand what I'm saying to he said, "You are not transformed. He's not by, you are not transformed by the renewing of your clothes. Are you getting me? Holding a stethoscope? Are you getting me? And snapping pictures with it doesn't make you a doctor. You are going to kill people. <laughs> Holding a Bible doesn't make you a serious believer. It doesn't even make you a, a Christian. Am I talking to somebody?" He says, "He didn't say be transformed by the renewing of your house." So you are here, too bothered, why am I in this house? If they come to see me in this house, what are they going to be thinking? Amen? If they see me in this clothes, this meeting coming, if I wear one cloth twice, they'll think that's the only clothes I have. You have a wrong mindset. Something is wrong up here. Are you listening to me? It didn't say be transformed by your clothes. It is didn't say be transformed by what you wear. He said be transformed by the renewing. It is didn't say have renewed. By the renewing of your mind. So it's a journey that means take a journey in your mind that will result in a form and the beauty of the word transformation is that it appears only three times in the new testament it appears when jesus had an experience It appeared when moses had an experience hallelujah and it appears when paul admonishes the church more money i'm going to continue but listen when this when something changes there's a journey you need to take there's a journey you need to take you make that movement the bible says it will show in everything that you do so i'm not bothered about what i wear i'm not bothered about what what you think about me right now if there's any labor i have like we're taught this morning is that what I am reading here? Are you getting me? What I'm holding this Bible, I'm holding this thing, I'm holding this book. I'm holding, are you with me? How can I move in my mind from Boko? Are you with me? Not to Abuja, moving my mind from Boko into the places and the images that this book paints, into the reality of these things. You know why your world is first inward before it is what. that's where god is walking amen that's why these meetings come and we gather something is shifting and when you get that clear picture and that movement starts i'm telling you the truth everything in your material world begins to realign itself to the movements of what's happening on the inside and somebody is changing right now see as you're sitting here you're diligently staying here you are moving here you're moving am i talking to somebody Keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Thank you, Lord. Can we lift our hands up to heaven? Give God praise. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening. Messages are freely available. Visit carusoscloud.com slash profile slash savannah ministries for download or visit www.savannahministries.org for more information.